Hello. Hello. Hi. Good morning, <laughs> blessing. I am a 75-year-old Christian woman. I'm a mother of three children, two sons and one daughter in their 50s, eight grandchildren, and five great-grandchildren, all boys. My journey had many ups and downs and many rewarding experiences. I am reaping the blessings from my mother's wisdom she passed to me. Her calm, quiet spirit, I'm still working on that, caring and sharing with others, and I never felt that I didn't have enough. I've come to realize how my mother protected me from so many traumas that some children experience in life. That is just a few things that made me want to be a mother. My mother was my village. With my mother and God's blessings, I'm a reflection of my mother's gifts that she left me. Please enjoy this episode of Diary of Moms, Interviews and Stories, featuring Joyce James. Good morning. We both made it. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Thank you so much. I, um... I guess we could get started. Are you ready? You I am ready. No, okay. I'm ready, honey. Okay. I I actually, I was going to just start by okay. asking if you can share with me a story that stands out the most to you currently about your motherhood journey. My motherhood journey, a story. I think I, I shared it with you yesterday. Um the biggest adjustment was when they started growing up and didn't need me or didn't need me in that way when they were younger. And that was a very challenging time for me because I didn't know what to do with my time because all of my time and energy went into the children. I'm like you, I had stair steps. So, so I think that was, that was a, challenge for me when they start becoming teenagers and didn't need me in the same way. So I had to learn how to adjust to that. And what what helped you the most like during that time to adjust? Um, talking to my mom and she shared with me even when they were younger she said you have to you're going to have to do something that you like to do because one day they're going to grow up and and you're not going to know what to do with yourself because when my children were small, believe it or not, I ironed everything that went on their bodies or everything, wow. their t-shirts. And my mother, she said, you need to get a life. You need <laughs> to do something. And it was a time when I had separated from my husband and they were small, and that's where all my energy went to. So it was my mother there that really gave me the wisdom, but I didn't understand it at the time. And once I got to that part of the journey, being a mom, it came back to to my memory. So, uh, 
So I had to learn to do some things for myself. Mm -hmm. And was it, did it, once it clicked for you, was it an instant, okay, I'm going to do this starting now? Or did it take some time for you? Like, no, it didn't instantly click. It was a process. It it was a, it was a, uh, I wouldn't say it even was a fast process. A process, but it was a process. So I had to learn it, but it it wasn't an instant thing. No, Mm-mm. no. Okay. <laughs> and once it clicked, once it clicked, and you actually started to get into those habits of just mm-hmm. nurturing whatever you needed to do. What were some things that you did to to help? Okay, um, I've always. I always like to exercise. I like to be outside. And I was really blessed because I had a car. So some of the things I I learned in the beginning was I didn't have to come straight home. I didn't have to have dinner on the table at six o'clock. And so I found I found out that I didn't have to rush to do anything or go pick them up from the babysitter or pick them up from my mom. So that's how it started. I didn't have to rush home. Mm. Mm. And can I say even now, Joyce, you look so amazing. Like, are you still, are you still <laughs> doing like these routines? Because you look absolutely amazing. Well, uh, first of all, to God be the glory. I uh, basically, yes, because I, I started walking when I was in my 30s. And um, now I find because I am aging, which I'm 75, I now go on YouTube and I find exercises for senior citizens. And so, and then my personal relationship with the Lord, I, I really had peace. I'm at peace. I want to help people. I still love to help. I like to talk. I journal a lot. So, yeah, and pretty much a healthy lifestyle. Not, I don't eat red meat. I don't eat pork. And that's been going on for over 40 years. So, yes. Oh, that's awesome. Because, you know, I'm <laughs> over here taking notes. It's like, I want... <laughs> that's okay. I see, how, I see how successful it is for you. Mm-hmm. So it's helpful for me to right. see what it is you're doing right. and what it is other moms are doing because mm-hmm. I want that recipe too. <laughs> so thank well, you for sharing. Well, when you get there, you'll know because I, I, I realized that uh, with the kids that I was subconsciously preparing for them to grow up, not necessarily leave the house, but growing up so yes mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you when you like first became a mom did you know you wanted to be a mom at that time were you prepared or did you just completely have to pivot and adjust like I told your husband I, I have always wanted to be a wife and a mother I don't remember a time when I didn't think like that. And I realized that I had a very good mother. It took me years to understand some of the things, 
And I wouldn't say I was in an environment where I, it was husband and wife. I was born back in the 40s, so they lived together, or what they call shack, shacking up. <laughs> and and But I don't remember a time when I did not want to be a wife and a mother. And I really think that's what I was, one of the many reasons I was put here. I, I enjoyed being a mother. I enjoyed being a grandmother. And God has blessed me. I enjoyed being a great-grandmother. That is a blessing. <laughs> and when you, when you become a mom, because I'm just going to share like a bit of my perspective. Mm-hmm. When I, when I first knew that I was like becoming a mom, mm-hmm. I did envision me being a mom in certain ways. Once, okay. you know, my son got here, even mm-hmm. when my two daughters got here. And of course, mm-hmm. like not everything goes as planned. You have to like adjust to their personalities. You have to adjust to the schedule. And so even though in my head, I picture it like, oh, this is how it's going to be at the, at the precious age of like two and one, I'm realizing, oh, I've already had to adjust my like vision. Did that, did that ever happen for you? Especially knowing you always wanted to be a mom. Like, did you did you do everything exactly how you envisioned, you know, your motherhood picture or was that like an adjustment as well for you? It was a major adjustment because I got married. I got pregnant. I got married like at 17. And maybe because I was younger that I, 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 it, I wouldn't say it was a major adjustment because I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to be the wife and I wanted to be the mom. The adjustment was, um, I have to say, I wouldn't say it was a lot of adjustment. The biggest adjustment would have been, it was because my first son, I they were premature. I had twins and they were premature. And so Charles, only one lived. And he stayed in the hospital for eight weeks. Wow. And me, imagine me being a young girl, 17 and 18, and you walk out the hospital without your baby, and you know one died. So I had enough time to get adjusted to it because I I didn't bring him home with me, and I had the support of my mother because he was kind of, he hadn't matured, so he threw up all the time. We had to find out what he could drink. He uh, he cried all the time. And I remember one incident. I was living with my mother-in-law at the time, and he just cried so much. I remember trying to get up, get, picking up a pillow and get ready to put it on his face. Mm. And she came in the room, and she got him. But he cried for about three months like that. And the nurse, the visiting nurse said that uh, he missed his sister. He missed the other baby. And so that was a big adjustment. I think it would have been harder for me if I had other children. So I didn't. And so I could spend the time with him. But that was a major. What could I do with a three pound baby? What could I do with a when he came home two months later? weighing five something, we literally 
had to put him in a drawer because he was so tiny. So, so I look back and I see where, how blessed I was, because if I had two more children, even one more, that would have been very challenging for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I mean, because it's that's already challenging, right. like birthing t- two children <laughs> and only coming home with one, yes. having to deal with that loss mm-hmm. and be a mother mm-hmm. to your child who has been in the hospital. Oh. I know what what helped you during during that time. I know you mentioned you live with your mother in law. Was was that like helpful for you or no, no, she okay. was no help. My mother, I did not have a good mother in law. I mm-hmm. we and we lived across town, and I would get in a cab, no money, and go to my mother. My mother, it was my mother. We tried all kind of milk, and it was my mother. I mm-hmm. I. I would have made it, but it would have been harder. It was my mother, my mother. Mm-hmm. Mm. She helped. And mm-hmm. She, your mom sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I never, never got to meet mm-hmm. her, but yeah. she sounds so amazing. Mm-hmm. And like she, she often gave you great advice and oh, great yes. words of wisdom. Yes. Can yeah. you, can you share? Is there any other? like piece of wisdom that was shared with you as a mom? I know you've shared plenty, but um, is there anything else that just stands out to you as far as like words of wisdom that you can share to a new mom? Well, like I had stated earlier, besides my mother telling me that they would, you know, your children are not your life. Um, she always would say they are going to grow up. She said they're going to grow up and if you have not um, developed something for yourself and and, and doing something for yourself, she said you're going to be a very lonesome woman. So she would always whisper they're going to grow up, do something Joyce, do something for yourself. You know, but being a mom even being a mom at 75 and all my children are in their 50s. Once you're a mom, you're a mom forever. You're mm-hmm. not only a mom to your children, but you're a mom to other people's children, even though you might not interact. So mm-hmm. they grew, they growed up. I thank God. I think every mother's prayer is to see your children grow. That's yes. all you don't want to bury your children. And so I realized. Just the simple words that my mother said, they're going to grow up. And they grew up. So I think I think this is what a generation is missing. When, when I had my children, my mom was home. These young girls are having these children and their, their moms are working or et cetera. Because I know when my daughter had her daughter at the same age I had my first one, I was working. And so she had to utilize the father's parents who helped take care of her first baby. So I think having older people around and really listening, even though you might not understand at the time, but it'll Mm. come back to your remembrance. Yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's that's deep. That is very deep. 
I guess and, what I, I'm sorry. I guess what I'm saying is honor and respect and listen to the older people around you. And it'll yeah. pay off. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Because mm-hmm. especially nowadays, um, I was talking with a friend of mine and I was saying how because of the, the level of information we have access to, mm-hmm. it can sometimes create so much noise within mm-hmm. your judgment and mm-hmm. point of view. And I had one of those moments where I just had to shut everything down mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it was just, it was too much noise. And mm-hmm. one thing that I, I appreciate you is that you always plant that seed Um even as a as a mom within your own family, but even within me, um, because thank you, you've you've like shared with me things that have helped you, or you've mm-hmm. sent me things that have really helped me during this time, and it's thank created you. such a peace within mm-hmm. how I'm trying to manage things, which hasn't mm-hmm. been like the easiest journey because I'm mm-hmm. still working on it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I think it's just so important um the tools that we have access to as moms Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and the tools that you've shared with me have just been so helpful um and I appreciate that and that's why I I just appreciate us being able to talk and you being able to share Mm -hmm. your your experience and and um I value that so much thank you and so Currently, my mother, which is such a blessing. Um, can you, I know you like touched on it a bit during this conversation, but can you share where you're at currently within your journey and as a mom now and as a great grandmother? <laughs> um, I'm at the, I'm at the, part of the journey where I'm reaping the harvest of my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren in the sense that and 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 it's 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 to God be the glory. I really don't worry or be concerned about anything. I know that they're going to take care of me. Um I have all I have their respect. And they know that I love them because I tell them every time we talk that I love you, the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren. And one thing I have to, uh, I want to mention, honey, that I didn't. My mother never told me that she loved me. She didn't tell any of us. And I realized that... um, Hers was in action, how she protected us, cooked for us, did everything for us. So one of the things that it goes back to childhood, I remember saying, I will always tell my children I love them. And it was amazing that as I grew up and and became a Christian and accept Christ as my savior, it was very hard for me to tell my mother I loved her. Mm. I bought things for her. I took care of her. In, in, in a sense, but it was a challenge for me to say, I love you to my mother because my mother never said it to me. I don't think it was because she didn't. That's what they didn't do that back in those days, you know. Mm-hmm. So 
telling my grandchildren, telling my children I love them. That's a very powerful thing for me. And I, I, I know that they love me. I don't need to want for anything. And so I'm reaping the harvest that God had for me because they're there. And I'm so thankful that I asked, and I always say to the Lord, I said, all I asked you was to allow me to see my children grown. And here you have allowed me to see eight grandchildren and five great grandsons. I'm okay now. I'm all right. You you've blessed me beyond my measure. And so that's what that's that's very important to me now. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. And yeah. and thank you, Aunt Joyce, for being a part of this podcast. And you are welcome. And sharing on Diary Your Mom's interviews and stories. I am a 75-year-old Christian woman. I'm a mother of three children, two sons and one daughter in their 50s, eight grandchildren, and five great-grandchildren, all boys. My journey had many ups and downs and many rewarding experiences. I am reaping the blessings from my mother's wisdom she passed to me. Her calm, quiet spirit, I'm still working on that, caring and sharing with others, and I never felt that I didn't have enough. I've come to realize how my mother protected me from so many traumas that some children experience in life. That is just a few things that made me want to be a mother. My mother was my village. With my mother and God's blessings, I'm a reflection of my mother's gifts that she left me. Please enjoy this episode of Diary of Moms, Interviews and Stories, featuring Joyce James. And Joyce's episode blessed me so much. In my personal motherhood journey, connecting with moms in my village who have experienced seasons preceding my generation, like my Aunt Joyce, my godmother, my grandmother, my aunties, and of course my mom, to name a few, give me such a real, relatable, and raw perspective on the many aspects and avenues of motherhood. Their truths have truly enriched and educated me, and I hope that their truths and transparency have helped you as well. Thank you for listening to Diary of Moms Interviews and Stories. Please subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Diary of Moms Blog and join our Facebook group at Diary of Moms Blog, which I hope to be a lot more active on in the very near future. Until next time.